0: gentlemen welcome to your raw review so your review for march 21st 2022 we are 12 days away from wrestlemania night one and dear lord we got some good stuff tonight raw has been real good since the draft and as of late it's just been fantastic So, (laughs) we kicked things off tonight, and I'm a little giddy because this beginning segment was probably one of the best segments in the way of, well, I don't want to spoil it, but we'll just talk about it. So, this show kicked off with Stone Cold Kevin Owens. Yes, I did, did not stutter. I said it correctly. We got... The glass shattering, Stone Cold Steve Austin's music playing, but good old Stone Cold was not at the show. We had Kevin Owens coming out fully decked out in Austin 316 gear. He had the knee braces. He even put on a cap to cover up his hair. Like this man went all out to troll the fans. And it was just, oh my God, it was outstanding. The fans exploded. When this first happened, I had a feeling that he'd probably try to pull this. And I was so happy to see this actually happen. So he comes out, grabs the mic, and he's starting to talk as Stone Cold, saying how Kevin Owens is pretty much going to kick his ass come WrestleMania, the KO show and all that. And while he's going on for a couple of minutes, Stone Cold music hits again. This is where he got me. And I will I will gladly admit that I that I fell for this because Kevin sold this so well that he was so surprised that the music hit again. He does like it, an immediate 180, drops the mic, starts looking around, waiting for Stone Cold to show up. And then all of a sudden he bends over, picks up the microphone, and Corey Graves is like, He got us again. And I'm just like, God damn it. It's stuff like this. Is why I love Kevin Owens. For me, he is now my new favorite. Well, he has been for a while, but this just solidifies him as my favorite active wrestler. And so he goes through, finishes off his promo, talks about how, you know, he's going to beat up Stone Cold during a KO show. And the only thing left to do now is to have a beer. So they have a beer guy, and he goes to throw the beer at KO, and he drops the beer. Now, I don't know if this was by design or Kevin just missed it, but the crowd died. They were exploding. It was great. So he goes for another one, misses it again. So then he grabs the mic, and he starts yelling at the beer guy, tells him to come into the ring with a beer and hand it to him instead of throwing it to him. So the guy gets in the ring kind of awkwardly, and Kevin calls him out on it because that's what Kevin does. He's the king of throw, uh, throwaway humor. The guy gives him the beer, and he says, thank you. Turns around. The guy goes to leave. K.O. swings him around. Bam, stunner. Drops him. He even gets on his stomach and starts doing the yelling like Stone Cold does, and then he grabs two beers, takes them, and pours them over this poor guy. But this whole segment... Is definitely cracking one open for you moment of the night. So we move on from that and we go on and uh, we have Seth Rollins being interviewed in the back about losing his match to Kevin Owens last week. And Mike's and uh, he, <laughs> and Seth grabs the mic and says, I'm going to borrow this for a little bit. And off he walks. So at this point, we're like, all right, this should be interesting. There's, uh, there's, <laughs> Rollins going to have something to say soon. We just don't know when. We shift gears and we go right to our opening contest of the evening, which was the Mysterios taking on the Dirty Dogs. And also, I want to make a note that every time Rollins shows up on our screens, no matter where they are, they were in Chicago tonight. So, you know, this crowd's going to be loud. And they chanted Cody, and holy smokes, was it loud? Um, But going back to the match, Mysterios and the Dirty Dogs, before the match even starts, The Miz graces us with uh, with his appearance yet again, joining commentary. And the match gets started. It's going on its way. And then all of a sudden, Seth's music hits. And Seth has something to say. Okay, so forget this tag team match, I guess. And Seth starts to talk on the mic and talking about how he wants to have his moment at WrestleMania. And all of a sudden, his mic starts to go out. And I'm like, what's going on? Why are we having malfunctions? This is this is a terrible time for this. Mike comes back on. He keeps talking for a few seconds more. And then it goes out again. And so... Seth clearly getting a little furious at this point. Crowds kind of confused. They don't know what's happening. And we go to commercial. (laughs) I'm like, what? Why do we have a cliffhanger commercial? What the hell is going on? And then we come back from commercial and what's happening? The match is back on. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, what was the point of this? So the match continues to go on. Mysterios get the win. But, but. The Miz attacks after the match, attacking Ray on the outside after uh, Dolph Ziggler super kicked uh, Dominic in the ring. And Miz steals Ray's mask. Now, I know this has happened plenty of times. Anybody who's watched WCW, especially towards the end, you all know what rims through. It looks like without a mask on. But WWE land, this never happened. So him losing the mask clearly is a big deal. Obviously, it's in the Lucha Libre. Um, Culture, it's a, you know, that's the ultimate sign of disrespect to steal somebody's mask, not having won it. So that just leads to more stuff that will go on towards the match. They're actually doing a pretty decent job. Obviously, Logan Paul is not going to be there every single week. So it's nice that they're able to start doing this. Ms. Um, is doing a phenomenal job continuing to build up this match uh, after that. We ended up having a two-on-one handicap match as Omos took on Apollo and Commander Aziz after back-to-back weeks of dismantling both of them one-on-one. Well, it doesn't matter how many people you put in front of Omos. Looks like he is uh, adjoining the trouble chief and smashing and stacking people here for the win because that's exactly what he does. And Omos continues to dominate and we're looking like this man needs himself his own WrestleMania match. I've seen some rumors of potential opponents for Omos. And I won't dive into it, but it's there's, there's some big names there. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how it pans out. So after that, uh, the phenomenal AJ Styles makes his return to Raw after getting two concertos from Edge. Uh, and he's talking about how he's going to have his revenge, and lo and behold, once again, Seth comes back out. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, this is great, and of course with Seth coming out, there's more Cody chance, and Seth actually kind of shuts them down, going, you know, he's like, you know, rumors, you know, rumors are great, but rumors don't make moments, and I'm like, all right, well, that makes perfect sense. Uh, and so he he tries to talk down AJ, stating, you know, why don't you come back after you're 100% because, you know, clearly I know you're not after the concertos and come back after WrestleMania. And I can step in and defeat Edge like I should have done back at Hell in a Cell, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. AJ is like, no, you think I'm just going to give you my spot? He's like, I don't think so. I've worked for it. It's no it's not going to happen but of course adam pierce sony deville come out because a little earlier in the night after seth made his first appearance he showed up in their office and basically just blame bastard them and just be like why why are you doing this to me i'm trying to you know make my 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 reasons to be on the show wrestlemania and they're like, well, maybe we can do something for you. Let, let, us, let us talk. Seth, obviously not very trustworthy of them, but yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. But fast forward back to what happens now, Adam Pearce and Deville said, fine, you get one last opportunity to get a WrestleMania moment. You will fight AJ Styles tonight. The winner of this match will fight Edge at the showcase of the Immortals. So AJ Styles is furious. Rollins is all over the moon, excited because he gets another shot. And that will be your main event tonight. And boy, what a match that was. We'll get to that in a little bit. After that, we see our WWE Women's Tag Team Champions having a nice little argument in the back as Zelina Vegas trying to get through to Carmella that she has not been pulling her weight as of late. And Zelina's fit up with it. At one point, she takes Carmella's phone and throws it and then turns it into a slap match and then a brawl erupts in the back has to be separated by everybody and of course Corey graves is beside himself because he can't check on his on his lady because her phone smashed um after that we ended up having women's tag action as live morgan and rhea ripley took on smackdown's natalia and shanna baszler carmela uh, during the middle of this match comes down and starts talking to Corey, co- pulling Corey away from commentary. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of enjoy their little dramas that they're that they're kind of doing here. It's 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 interesting. Like it's I kind of feel like more is gonna happen, even if they don't, it's still it's kind of it's kind of interesting. So in the ring, Natty and Shayna actually get the victory here. Zelina Vega comes down to the ring with her scepter smashes Rhea on the back with it and then on the outside, not being undone, it's Carmella. Carmella attacks both Shayna and Natty on the outside. Then they get in the ring and I'm like, all right, these two ladies are going to keep fighting. They're looking at each other. They're looking at the damage that caused and they're like, ah, everything's great and they hug and everything's fine. So I'm like, wait, was this a ruse? Did, Did you do this on purpose or were you just fighting and now you're fine? I, I don't know. Ugh. Whatever. <laughs> we move on after that. And we had Becky Lynch come out. Now, of course, this turned into the running gag from the night. And I'm like, oh, shit. If, if Seth's coming out and if Bianca's because of her, her recent injury, if be- if Bianca's out, could Seth wrestle Becky at WrestleMania? That'd be cool. I'd be all right for that. Why not? <laughs> uh, but Becky coming out, sits down in the middle of the ring, and just begins to unravel. And probably one of the best promos that she's given, she this woman quoting the Bible. I'm like, okay, holy sh- wow. <laughs> but it's just man, the, the the mind games going into this is just great. There's been years where some of the WrestleMania buildups kind of like meh, this year, I feel like they're actually doing a really good job for a bunch of these matches. So I am really looking forward to this 12 nights, too. It's crazy how fast this is coming, but we'll get there, and it'll be a lot of fun. After that, we had some singles in action as Austin Theory took on the U.S. champ Finn Balor. Before the match got started, we finally, finally got a date for Veer Hype. The man is coming. The Raw after WrestleMania, April 4th. We finally have a date. I can't wait. Should be interesting. I'm sure I'll have a two minute squash match and that'll be the end of it. But still, he is coming. It's been seven months, but the man is finally on his way. <laughs> but for this match, we ended up having Pat McAfee as your guest commentator. And let me tell you this this match was a million times better because of Pat McAfee. Pat constantly getting off the off the headset to try to distract finn balor i'm sorry uh to help finn balor by distracting austin theory and it worked at the end with finn balor getting the victory and uh, they leave off and they're they're too sweet and all the way up the the ramp and this match with austin and pat is going to be ridiculous people are going to really really enjoy this i hope People are not sleeping on this match because it's going to be something ridiculous. After that, we had tag team action as RK bro took on uh, the Alpha Academy with RK bro getting the victory. But Otis attacking after the match until the Street Profits came out, made the save, dispatching the Alpha Academy before attacking Riddle as well, making a statement, obviously, for their triple threat match come WrestleMania for the Raw Tag Team Championships. We then had something that would probably be the closest to intergender wrestling that you'll get in WWE. (laughs) It was a Tornado mixed tag team match as our 24-7 champion Dana Brooke with Reggie took on and defeated Tamina and Akira Tozawa. Now, this weird love angle between Tamina and Tozawa, probably some of the, I don't want to say least interesting stuff, but it's kind of like it's there. It's 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 one of those like, okay, this is happening. I don't know where it's going. Uh, it's probably going to end in heartbreak for my guy Tozawa, but, you know, it is what it is. And then after that, time for the main event. And I'm telling you, this was about 25 minutes of fantastic wrestling. We did, unfortunately, get like four commercial breaks during this match, so that kind of cut out the action. But when it was on television, it was good stuff. Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, of course, putting on a banger, and then the match itself ending with Edge coming out, attacking AJ, causing the disqualification, effectively screwing Seth Rollins out of his... Wrestlemania moment. Well, (laughs) Seth did not take too kindly to this. The man grabs the mic after the match, starts screaming this is bullshit, and then proceeds to destroy the Raw set. (laughs) Man's pissed. Says, next week, Monday Night Raw will not happen unless I get what I deserve, and unless I get my Wrestlemania moment. The man has reached breaking point, destroying everything, kicking. (laughs) My favorite part is when he kicked one of the barricades. The barricades fell over. And then he's like, "Ow, my foot!" <laughs> it's pretty. It was pretty funny. Um, but this was a fantastic episode of Raw. I'm I'm so happy they're doing a good job with the lead-in to WrestleMania. Next week's Go Home show should be spectacular. Everybody and their mothers expecting Cody to show up. I still don't know if that's going to happen. It wouldn't surprise me if it did, because you want to lead something going into the pay-per-view. Or, I'm sorry, the premium live event. If not, then maybe we'll just get a surprise at Mania. There's also rumors that he'll come out starting on the Raw after WrestleMania, but that's when Veer deb- debuts, so God damn it, we can't have a debut bigger than Veers. So, obviously, it has to be WrestleMania or this upcoming Raw. <laughs> um, but that's it for the show, guys. Thank you so much for listening, as always. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring find us find us on facebook as ship it above the ring you find us on instagram as underscore above the ring and you can find us on youtube as above the ring you find myself pretty much everywhere scarty J stream and you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there if we're not on one that you're listening to let us know we'll add ourselves to it that you can do all your one-stop podcast shopping and add a little bit of them to your day from above the ring once again guys thank you so much for listening as always we truly appreciate you guys enjoy the rest of this week. We have NXT 2.0 coming out on Tuesday and then Dynamite, Impact, Smackdown. It it's it's going to get crazy. I was doing the math next after this weekend, 12 straight days of nothing but professional wrestling. It's insanity. We're probably going to live tweet at least 10 of those days. So, yeah. Stay tuned, it's going to be crazy Hope you all have a wonderful, uh, wonderful night, rest of your week Most importantly, please do not forget to ship it And join the bedlam Have a good day. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast I'm Bill And I'm Jason And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between From one of the freshest decades for movies The 1980s So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.